really like the lyrics of that song. How it's kind of like a cry of your heart singing, you're all I want. This week I was spending time reading the Bible and this story just kept popping into my head and popping into my head and popping into my head. So I figured I'd just share it with you guys. I figured it was God telling me that I should share it with you guys. So as you're going through the Old Testament, you've got Israel. They come out of Egypt. They go into the promised land. And when they're in the promised land, they keep following God and then turning away from God and following God and turning away from God. And in one moment when Israel has basically abandoned God, this man named Gideon comes on the scene. And the Bible says that there's a angel that's chilling below a tree. And it says that Gideon comes upon him. And at this time, the Israelites are being oppressed by this group of people called the Midianites. So you've got the Midianites that would just go in and raid every crop and kill everything in Israel, all the plants, all the animals. They were just pretty much harassing the Israelites as much as possible. So this angel is sitting below this tree and Gideon, who describes himself as the weakest man of the weakest tribe of Israel. Gideon comes upon this angel and this angel greets Gideon in a very interesting way. He says, mighty man of valor or mighty hero. And the angel begins to describe to Gideon how God is going to use Gideon says in the strength that he has God is going to use him to free the Israelites from what's going on so as you go through this story Gideon begins to call people to battle so he's calling up soldiers he's calling up soldiers he's calling up soldiers and he gets a whole bunch of soldiers and Gideon begins to go off to battle and God looks at Gideon and says, Gideon, you have too many soldiers. God says, send everyone away that's afraid. So several tens of thousands of soldiers leave. Gideon's left with a good-sized army, but not a big one. And God tells Gideon to go with his soldiers down and get a drink at this well. So they go and they get a drink. And God says the 300 soldiers that cupped the water with their hands, brought it to their mouth and licked it like a dog, use those soldiers. And it's really interesting to me because Gideon has to make a choice. See, he's not going up against a small army. He's going up against an army of 135,000 soldiers. So you have Gideon with 300 men and God, I should add that, and God, going up against 135,000 soldiers. If you ask me, the odds are pretty bad for Gideon. And I was going through this story And I realized that Gideon was faced with a situation where odds seemed against him, where it seemed like he had no hope. See, Gideon had to forget about reason. He had to abandon reason. 
Because reason, if he thought about it with his mind, he would say there is no way that 300 soldiers can go up against 135,000 soldiers. There is no way. So he had to take and he had to abandon reason in the pursuit of God. He had to say, you want to know what? I'm not going to worry about how it seems to work out in my head, but I'm going to think about the fact that God is on my side and God is directing me to do this and I'm going to keep taking a step here and a step there, trusting that God will guide me, that God will direct me. And Gideon had to forget about so much stuff in the pursuit of what God had for him. And I was thinking about this this week and thinking how often we have to do the same thing. See, we get put in a situation where odds may seem against us, but we've got to choose not to trust what we think. We've got to choose not to trust what we see. We've got to choose to trust who God is. See, we know that we don't walk by faith, but we walk by sight. We don't walk by what our eyes can see and our mind can wrap its arms around. We walk by knowing who God is and what he did. I was sitting there thinking, who is God? See, we don't serve just any God. We serve the God of the Bible, the one true God. We serve the God that looked into blackness and saw something and spoke something into existence. We serve the God who saved Israel from Egypt. We serve a God. We serve a God who saw humanity suffering and decided not to sit at a distance, but decided to get dirty himself. And Jesus Christ decided to come down to this earth. We serve a God who is great. And sometimes we're going to be put in situations where we wouldn't quite understand it. We wouldn't quite understand what to do. We might not put ourselves there naturally, but we found ourselves there. And at those moments, we've got to take and say, God, you want to know what? It might not be your plan that I'm in this situation. But God, I'm going to trust that you're going to use me here. And you're going to allow me to do what you have called me to do in this moment. See, just like Gideon had to stop and totally abandon reason for the pursuit of God, there are going to be moments where we come up against something and we're going to have to say, you want to know what? I'm not going to worry about what it seems like from my human perspective, but I'm going to trust God. You see, we live in a fallen world. We live in a world that is broken, that is hurting, that is filled with people that are broken and hurting. We live in a world that's going more and more and more towards chaos. But we've got something that stands still. See, we've got a Jesus that can live inside of us that's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And when we stand on His word when we stand on him you see we will not be shaken though the battle may rage we will stand in the fight though the armies rise up against us on all sides we will not be shaken 
We will not be shaken because of who God is. And we can trust in Him. So I wonder how many of us are going through situations, whether they're big or small, whether we understand it or we don't. I wonder how many of us are going through situations where we would just say, I need a little bit more of God's direction right here. I need a little bit more of God's wisdom in this situation. See, so often when we get in situations where things are going crazy, we often begin to feel like islands in the middle of an ocean where no one can understand and no one can relate. But the truth is, as brothers and sisters in Christ, as followers of Christ, we've got the ability to come to one another and say, I just need prayer. I just need you to lift me up for knowledge in this situation, for wisdom. I just need to know direction. I just need to be able to have the strength to keep taking a step. You see, so often we look at the fact that we may have to run a mile and it seems overwhelming, but if we can just realize it's one step at a time that eventually becomes a mile. And it's one step at a time trusting in God to work through these situations. And it's one step at a time asking God to give you direction and to guide where your foot would land. But we are here. The Bible talks about the importance of community. It says, do not forsake the coming together. Well, we're together right here. So this is what...